Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, and I am divorced, not dead. I'm a former Bravo TV star and now former wife. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said between each other, society, the sheets, and everything in the middle. And lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey. So buckle up. So welcome back to another episode of Divorce Not Dead. And tonight I have not only my really, really good friend. She was meant to be here as my bridesmaid, but she's very scared of flying. So I'm still trying to persuade her to get over, over here and do it with me. But anyway, I'm joined by Larsa Pippen tonight, who is an ex-wife, a mother, an entrepreneur, and always happy like me. Welcome, Larsa. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Caroline. I missed you. Missed you too. So nice to see you this way, actually. I know. We should do this every day. I, we really should. I don't know why we don't. We don't have FaceTime over here, which is a nightmare, but this actually really helps. But you look beautiful. Yeah, it's okay. Thank you. So, you know, Lassa, I wanted to speak to you because actually you are a little bit like me in many ways in that you always see a positive. In, in a negative situation, you can find a rainbow. And mm -hmm. I think that it's a, such a state of mind. And you had a very, very public divorce. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, everyone struggles with things like when you know a marriage is over. How long were you married? Uh, 21 years. We were together for 21 years, but I feel like it's 25 years and I'm still not divorced. So it would have been like 25 years. 25 years. The number one question I always get from women is, how do you get the balls? You were married to a, you know, a megastar really. And to have the comfort and the security of that and to go into the unknown because you've spent your entire adult life with him, really, how do you get the balls and how did you know that it was right for you to do that? I think it was like a lot of years of trying to work things out. You know, it's a lot of years of going back and forth, doing whatever I could to make it work. And then finally coming to you know, like a dead end where I just knew there was just no way we could be together. We couldn't live under the same household, even though we loved each other very much. We still care about each other. We do, you know, a lot of family things together. It got to a point where we just were both miserable. So it just didn't work anymore. And I'm sure you felt this too, because I know we spoke a lot when you were going through your situation. I felt guilt. Like that was the hardest part for me because I felt like I should stay for my children, for my family's sake. And I think a lot of women do stay because they feel guilty, you know, leaving and, you know, having their kids spend time in two different homes. It, it is hard on the kids. It's hard on the whole family. 
And that's probably why I kept going back and forth, like trying to work things out. But I, I knew like in my heart, like it was never going to be the way it was. I think that is, you know, I mean, we've talked about it a lot, as I said, and I think that you, there is just one day that you snap and it mm-hmm. just pushes you over the edge and you're like, okay, it really is just done. You can say sorry, you can start again, you can do all these things, but it, you know, when it's broken, it's broken. And it's not really for one thing. It, they always want to know who to blame. They always want to go, what did she do? What did oh, he yeah. do? Oh yeah. It's just not that. It's not that. They don't live in it. it. It's so much more than that. No one just snaps over one thing and then breaks a 23-year marriage or an 18-year marriage. No one. I feel like a lot of people that judge situations like that are people that have never been in, you know, such, you know, long relationships like that. Like you and I both have been in really long relationships. And I think the people that judge you the, are the people that can't even fathom that. No, you know, like, and it's not, like you said, it's not one thing. It wasn't just one thing. People love to say, oh, it's infidelity. Like for me being married to an athlete, like they love to say that, but that really wasn't the problem in my relationship. That was not the big problem of my relationship. You know, this is a very interesting topic and I do actually want to do a podcast on infidelity at some point, but I have said many times, I never asked my ex-husband or, and he never asked me. It's not what went wrong. And I don't care enough. I don't think I would have left. I don't know how you feel, but I mean, I, I don't feel that if someone goes off and has a night of whatever, I'm not leaving a 20 something marriage over that. Infidelity mm. is something, you know, you can't judge that if you haven't got through a 23 year marriage is my point. And I know I don't have a normal view as most people, but I, if you came to me and said that, you know, he cheated on you after 23 years, I'd say, and. I think it depends on your relationship with your spouse. So for instance, if you're having sex with your spouse three times a night and he cheats, then there's a problem. But if you're having sex with your husband every now and then after, you know, a really long time, then I can see it, you know. But a lot of times infidelity is not about the person. It's about Oh, no, totally. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter who you are. You could be the best looking woman on earth. In fact, most of the best women on earth I know or supermodels have all been cheated on more than normal, totally. normal women. So, well, the, well, do you know why that happens? Cause they're, cause their spouse probably, or their partner probably feels insecure. Yes. So they do that. Everyone wants to feel good, right? We all want to feel good. So if you're not feeling good in your relationship and then you go out and you meet someone that makes you feel good about yourself, then you, you were going to be attracted to that. That's just human nature. A hundred percent. That's why, that's why you've always got to make Sergio feel good. Oh my God, please. So I think we got to, you wake up one day, you make this decision and it's really hard because we don't know as older women what mm-hmm. the other side looks like. And we've also talked about this last, that, you know, the world is quite cruel when you're a good looking woman and you're getting mm-hmm. divorced from a very successful man. You know, first of all, you get labeled many things and, you know, you lose a lot of friends. People get jealous. People get worried that you're going, you might steal their man, which is so ridiculous. And I, I don't understand the culture. Instead of reaching out and helping your friend, you know, you, you kind of like they're already going through a shit time. You then literally go and kick them when they're down. I think you and I are both same in the regard of like, I always want to help the underdog. I always want to help someone that needs my help. I want to show them more love. Like I remember when you were going through your situation, I felt like I had to check in on you every day. Do you remember? Yeah, you did. You called me everybody. Like, day. yeah. Cause I wanted to make sure you were good. Cause I felt like you needed, you know, you needed me to be there and talk to you and talk you through it. And I wasn't going through that at, the, at that time. 
And then fast forward, I started going through it and you started to call and check up on me and you were there for me. So I think we're, we're both very secure women. So we, we're, we're not insecure. So, I mean, I've been in the room with you and Sergio and you're like, you don't care who's in the room. You don't care how many girls are in the room who talks to Sergio. You're very comfortable and confident. And that speaks volumes about, you know, your relationship. Cause when you're confident and you're not insecure and you don't worry, I feel like that energy is so good and positive. And, you know, that's what we need in 2021. Like you can't be in a relationship in today's world and be insecure and, you know, going through the person's phone, all that stuff, it'll make you crazy. Like that's, that's not the vibe, but you know, I feel like a lot of women that feel like that about the guys they're with, you know, I think it's because they're insecure and they don't feel good about their relationship, but it has nothing to do with women that are, you know, divorced or single or whatever. I never felt like that. All my friends were single. I would take them on trips with Scotty and I, you know, I, I never worried about any of that stuff, to be honest with you. So I don't, I don't understand that philosophy. Being married to an NBA star when he was at the height of his fame, did you ever, you know, did you ever get jealous then? Did you ever try and check his phone and do all that stuff when, when you were married? You know, Scotty and I had a really good relationship. Like we really didn't spend a lot of time apart from each other when things were great. Um, I think spending a lot of time apart does make things challenging, you know? It does leave room for error. Like mm -hmm. when we were together all the time, we really didn't have issues. And then there were times where, you know, the situation at the end was, you know, going through things where I went through his phone, he went through my phone. It was just starting to be, you know, like a storm. It was just brewing. And that's when, you know, it was already too late at that point, I think. Yeah. There is a certain point that I remember exactly. And everyone's going, there's this one point just before you get divorced, you make the decision that you know you have a chance to go back, but you mm. take one step the wrong way and it's you, you, you know there's no way back. And I remember very, very clearly when that day was for me and that there that was no way to rectify anything in our marriage. And mm -hmm. that was actually, I think, in a way, what I what I needed to happen. You needed to be the end. Yes. You needed it to be the end. And yeah. I think when, you know, when you've been in a long-term marriage, of course, you still love each other. You know, we all love, I still love him to this day. You know, so do you. Someone just rear-ended me on the, on, the, on the way back to this podcast. That's why I was late. And, you know, he was straight away, he's like, oh my God, are you okay? You know, it, that's his only worry. So, you know, he's a good man. And I think, you know, Scotty is the same with you. You have a good relationship. Yes, you have ups and downs, but, you know, we all do. We have minutes and then it's like, you know, at the, but ultimately they're there for us. Ultimately, you can pick up the phone. I know that you have tough times with him, but you know, at the same time, you have transitioned very, very well because you're like me. When he does punch and give you a bit of shit, we sort of breathe. We know it will blow over and it does. Invariably, it does. And so I think, I think another question, so for going from this to transitioning, because also you and I did it in the public eye. I mean, you far more than me. And it was, I remember, you know, just going, you going on dinner dates, it was impossible. So like every guy that you see after Scotty, you're now dating, right? And then it becomes very, very hard for you to live your life when you're not really dating them. You're just going out. You're seeing if, if any, if anyone's your vibe, how the, how the hell do you know what your type is when you haven't been on a date for 23 years? I know it's hard. You know what? I think I, I'm also like the type of personality where like, if I meet a guy, I become friends with them. And I feel like, I don't know if like, that's not normal for other people, but I always become friends with guys. And so then I kind of gauge it based on that. Like, do I think we could get along in a romantic way? But I always started off as a friendship to see if, you know, what the vibe is, is being friends first. And I feel like maybe I shouldn't like go to restaurants when I'm doing that, but I just feel like we're both hungry. Should we just go eat? 
Yeah. And not thinking like it's going to be more than it, you know, more than it really is. For me, people make more out of situations than in my mind it, it ever was, you know? Let's take a little pause from the show and discuss a new app I found called True Bill. Is your ex using Netflix? Well, let me tell you, one woman found out her husband was after she downloaded Truebill, which finds and cancels subscriptions with just one tap. I have to be honest, my ex still uses my Netflix too, but um, that's agreed. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you simply don't need anymore or don't want or forgot about. I mean, I can't tell you, I have direct debits that go out the whole time and it wasn't until I got an accountant to help me because things just got so much bigger while I was working here to go through my accounts. And I understood that I was paying this all these very small amounts, but there were so many of them, you know, per month, I hadn't noticed, but they all added up. And so Truebill on average saves people $720 a year, which, um, you know, with everything the way it is right now, let's face it, is quite good. I mean, I don't know about you. I get sold things all the time and find myself constantly signing up for subscriptions that are impossible to cancel. And I don't want to pay for unwanted subscriptions anymore. And Truebill takes that pain away and makes it so simple. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at truebill.com slash DND. Go right now truebill.com slash dnd and it could save you thousands a year truebill.com slash dnd the problem you have is that also you know again you have children you have you know it, it ends up mm. on these sites and then you know they believe what they read because people just do and we all know half of it is rubbish but you know, it's very hard when you have young kids and your kids aren't really that young, you know, they're, they're teenagers now. So they understand everything. It's not like, we, you know, my little ones I can just about get away with still, but you can't, you know, it makes it very, very hard. So how do you go from like, I mean, you haven't really had a serious boyfriend actually since Scotty, but your kids, how, how have they coped with everything? My kids are great. You know, we're best friends. We talk about everything. I feel like, you know, they're on this roller coaster with me. I feel like they're, they're on this ride with me, you know? I don't know. I feel like they're good. I've never really brought a guy around and was like, this is your new daddy. So I don't know. You know, I feel like it's maybe when I bring a guy that's the guy, I don't know how they would react, but all the guys that they've met have all been my guy friends. It's not where it's like, where they feel threatened, you know, like this could be the guy for my mom. It's never been that. I mean, I think it gets hard. Like, I mean, again, I, I met Sergio straight away. So I never had that thing because I was thinking the transition of like, when do you bring a man in the house? Can you have a man sleep over? How do you do that? Or you have to go out every time. I mean, it becomes, it's a really, really hard juggling yeah. act. You have more experience with that than me. I don't know. I've never had a guy like, you know, like move in like that. And that's the whole thing. And it's very hard to date because obviously the woman normally has the children. So, you know, the guys get off scot-free kind of, have their house and their pad and the, guy, and the kids go over one or two days a week. And we, they live with us. So it's a very hard transition to go from being married to being able to date and date properly, you know. But um, I think the, the, the key in all of this is how to make a divorce easier on your family is to, I mean, like you said, you talk to your children about everything, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they feel fully involved in, in everything with you and, your, and Scotty. And but, I, but I also feel like it's been three years, you know what I mean? So now I'm at the point where it's like, 
you know, we talk about everything. It's almost like, I'm kind of glad that I didn't meet like the next guy so fast. Cause I feel like I had time to bond with my kids alone and they weren't like resentful. You know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. I feel like there was a time where like my kids were kind of resentful. If I talked to a guy for a long time, they were, they'd be mad, you know? So I feel like it's probably good that I've had time to like, you know, spend time with my kids, find out what I really like, the things that I really enjoy. And yeah. Do they want you to remarry? Uh, I don't know. We've never, like, I've never asked them that. But do you think you're ready now? I think I probably should think about that like in a year. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think like in a year. I think I'm better being married than being single. I feel like you like stability. You like routine. Mm-hmm. You like to be a wife. You want to cook. Yeah. You know, you want, you yeah. want to look after your man. I feel like that that's what, who you are. And it's funny because I always say that because I, I get asked so, so much. I mean, it's one of these questions here, actually, but I'm sort of talking to how, how are you guys friends? Because I think people think we're so different. We are so different from such different worlds. But actually we're so similar in so many ways. And you have this amazing LA exterior, but you have this like soft, beautiful, sort of kind, spiritual heart inside this um, sort of, I don't know, Marilyn Monroe-esque body that you have there. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. I know, you're hilarious. It's such a dichotomy. It is, because you're just like, and really you are just a homebody who loves to take care of people. No, it's funny because I remember the last time when I was in Dubai and we were going out and we would go to the clubs and every night we would come home. And remember, we couldn't wait to get home and order food and like laugh and all that stuff. But I feel like a lot of people don't know that we like bond over like the silliest stuff. Yeah. And we've gone through similar circumstances. You know, we both have been on TV. We both were married for a long time. We have multiple children. You know, we're both wild when we need to be. It's it's good. It's all good. But I think that's also important. I think a lot of people lose themselves. And the one thing I think that after your divorce and my divorce, we found ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, I'm super happy. Like I'm so happy. That's what I want to get across to people. I think, you know, people think you get divorced and you, you automatically going to be miserable, you know, explain mm-hmm. to people like you have a beautiful home, you're working, you're, you set up your businesses, you have plenty of dates if you want. Your children are gorgeous and at the right schools and you're, you're, you know, you're hustling every day. You are killing the game right now. Plus you're, you're really working on your relationship with Scotty as a friend. Yeah, totally. I mean, we're in a great place right now. So I'm really thankful for that, but yeah, it's work, you know, it's, it's a, it's a conscious effort to be who you want to be. There's times where people can like make you be someone that you're not, you know, be angry or be someone that you're not, but I feel like it's a conscious effort to be the person you want to be. You know, I want to be a good person. I want to be good to Scotty. I want to be good to people that are not, that were not good to me. I still want to be good to them. You know, and that's like a conscious effort to be like, it's good to have a good heart an open heart, a forgiving heart. And that, you know, you carry that with you. And when you're bitter from a bad relationship, a bad divorce, I feel like you carry that with you too, into your, you know, other relationships. So yeah, so I think that's really important. And, and, to be mindful of that, you know, that's really important also. And I think it keeps you young. That's another thing. Everyone's asking me what your, what your routine is. How do you make, I mean, basically, I think when you're happy, it, you, you glow regardless, but you know. I think we both have young energy. That's what it is. We both have young energy. We both like to have fun. You know, I feel like that's 
that's like good. It's, it keeps you young, you know? And if you could tell any of the girls out there what your biggest beauty secret on staying young, like I feel like the things that age us and, you know, I always do things like I, I put filler in my hands so that they don't look wrinkly because hands give you really? away. Yes. Hands give you oh away. Like, do you have any tips for everybody out there? Because you look bloody amazing. I believe in sleep, to be honest with you, Caroline. I think sleep is like the most important thing. You could do everything, anything, but I feel like if you don't get enough rest, like I feel like my face doesn't look good if I'm not well rested. So I like consciously like make myself sleep. Even if I get up early, I'll try to take a nap um, and catch those two hours and then I'm ready for the night. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. The older we get, the more rest we, I mean, I, I feel haggard at the moment. I'm just nonstop. But again, when you when you get on this train of, you know, work and mm-hmm. filming and kids, you know, we have three kids, three different lives, you know, and everything else. Plus, plus we go to work. It's, it's not easy to catch those. How, how many hours do you need? I feel like I need like nine. I'm so happy with nine. I'm happy at eight or nine too. I think when you keep yourself young and you have a happy attitude, I mean, you're like me, Lars, or obviously, you know, younger guys like you and everyone goes, well, you know, what is it you're doing? I'll tell you what we're doing. We've got our shit together and, you know, we're happy. And I feel like, you know, an older guy with someone like us just couldn't cope. No, you, you, you would be like the teenage girlfriend he didn't need. A hundred percent. My nine animals yeah. and a, and a guy with yeah. a serious job. Can you imagine? But I feel like you're the same. I don't think you could, you could do like that sort of Stepford wife role either. I think, you know, you're too, you're too strong of a woman. Yeah. I'm an, I'm, I'm working on dating a little bit older though. Not, not so young. Okay. Let's take a break from the show and discuss Bonafide, it was created to give women an alternative and effectively relieve the symptoms that accompany all hormonal fluctuations within your body because every woman deserves relief without compromise. And let's face it, we all have hormonal fluctuations. And this provides women with a naturally powerful remedy to safely treat the natural symptoms that naturally occur throughout our lives from PMS to menopause and everything along the way. Let's face it, we're all getting to that age. And I am definitely the customer for this, as are probably a lot of my listeners. They have Reverie, which provides powerful hormone-free relief from vaginal dryness, which is anyone's ever suffered from it. No, you know that it can lead to itching, burning, and painful sex, which nobody wants, frankly. And they have Ristella from powerful hormone-free support for sexual active women. So this enhances your response to sexual stimulation and it's meant to increase orgasms and physical arousal, which I mean, none of us are going to say no to, frankly, at this stage in our lives. So go to Bonafide today and try. It's no hormones, no prescription required, which is takes all the pain out of getting this, frankly, because who wants to go to a doctor every time you need this? And it's relief without compromise. To get 20% off your first purchase when you subscribe to any product, go to hellobonafide.com and use promo code DND. That's hello, B-O-N-A-F-I-D-E.com and code DND for 20% off checkout. Hope this helps you. But do you feel like you're a completely different human now? No, I feel like I'm the same person I was before, Scotty. Do you feel like I was happy when I was with him in the beginning? Like, I don't regret anything. And then I feel like when we had, 
you know, we both kind of evolved and grew in two different directions. And I wasn't happy with who I was at that point. But no, I feel like I'm good. I feel like I'm the same person I was. I always wanted to have fun. I always did, you know, whatever made me feel good. I live by that. I'm like, if it feels good, you should do it. Like that's, that's my whole philosophy in life. If it feels good, do it. Me too. I feel like you have, we have I mean, one minute on this planet, one minute. And if it doesn't mm-hmm. feel good and you have that sort of feeling of dread, then, you know, mm-hmm. change it. Because as I think I'm testament, your testament to that the grass is greener. And technically, you know, people, they didn't feel sorry for you when you broke up with Scotty. I think you got quite a lot of shit just because people like to see people fail, but you didn't fail. I think people are haters. I think people like in general, like I said, it's it's not a lot of people. It's just the 5% of really loud people are haters. And so they want to see you fail. They want to make you feel bad about your situation. But honestly, we have to live in our own skin and we have to do whatever makes us feel good. We have people that, you know, we're responsible for our children, our families, the people in our circle. So for me, I just wanted to live in my truth. I wasn't happy. I tried to go back and work it out. It just didn't work anymore. When I talked to him, I love him so much, but then I'm like, thank God I'm not in that situation again. Like I'm so much happier by myself. I never left Scotty for someone else. I think sometimes like people need to jump ship for someone else. And when I filed for divorce, I loved it. I was miserable. Like I was just like, this is just not for me anymore. I'd rather be alone. I'd rather sleep alone and be fine. You know, in our relationship, the part that was like the deal breaker was he wasn't there for me. You know, he just wasn't there for me. I used to have a watch deal with Omega. He didn't want to go to my events. I used to have a show on Fox every Friday. He never turned the TV on. Like he was very much consumed with him and me being his cheerleader, me being his supporter, me always being there for him. But when the roles kind of like took a, you know, not even a whole lot different, you know, just the scale shifted a little bit where I started doing things that I wanted to do. I started working on my career. He really didn't support me. He kind of felt like, no, you're supposed to be Scotty Pippen's wife and not Larsa. And it worked for so long. But then as my kids got older and I was like, okay, so what is my purpose? So what is my purpose? My children are getting older. Everyone's happy. Everyone is in their lane. Everyone's thriving in their lane. I push them. I do everything for Scotty and the kids. But then like, so where do I fall into this? And so that was the the point. What is my purpose is one of the biggest questions I think most women face at the end when the children are growing up, you know, they're suddenly looking at their husbands differently. The husband goes out to work and you're like, now what? Is this it? Esther Perel talks about that a lot, I think. Um, You know, what is our purpose? And I think that's a very, very, very poignant thing to say because also the scary thing is it is such a sort of universal question that every woman kind of asks. How do you know that you're not just having some sort of, not midlife crisis, but like, you know, identity crisis. And then actually, you know, you'll get over it. I think it's like time. You know what I mean? If you have these feelings and it's for a short period of time, then you can like go back. But I feel like if you're constantly every single day having these same feelings that I'm just not happy, this isn't making me feel good. I don't know. I think when your kids are little, you're in it. So you're not necessarily focused on your relationship. Your body's there, but your mind isn't. Your mind is on your family and your kids. There's a good takeaway for you guys. I think she's absolutely right. By the time a woman announces her divorce, she's usually... I ha- how long did you know that you were really unhappy, honestly? Four years, three years, like a long time. See, I think four or five for me. 
So, and, but I, but I just kept like, even though we didn't get along, like he had moved out of state and, you know, like he would come visit, I would go visit him and all this stuff, but it just, we weren't the same people anymore. We just weren't the same people anymore, you know? And the dynamic just was awkward. It's like living with strangers. Yeah. It was, and I couldn't sleep in the same bed with him anymore. It just became like, you know, just like we were like friends or like almost like siblings, to be honest with you. It was just not what it used to be. And for us, like we were happy, we were together. We had sex three times a night. So we were like three times each a other night. That sounds then, horrendous. Yeah. No, I never slept. But um, when things got bad, it wasn't, it wasn't the same. So I think, you know what? I think everyone has to basically live in the moment, you know, like that's what I did when I was with him in the beginning. It was great. I was very present. And then once I knew consciously there was no going back, then, you know, then I was kind of like, okay, well, this is it. Obviously, when when you make a decision like this uh, and it happens to you and you're at this point, it's a very, very high profile breakup. You know, you're best friends with Kim, you're getting divorced, you've got, you know, press all around you. How did you navigate that, you know, to not fall apart then? Because you're already in an emotional state, I would presume. I think when you're married to someone that's high profile, they always want to blame you because they're diehard fans. You know, they've been fans of this person. They've seen this person do so well at their craft. So they know that they think they know the person, you know, they feel like they love the person. They know the person. And I feel like sometimes you could be judged bad because of that, you know, it could work against you. I feel like for me, people thought like I cheated on Scotty and that was very hurtful because mm. And I never wanted to like sit here and bash him and be like, by the way, do you know what he did? By the way, he did this, by the way, because it wasn't, yeah, I didn't need a referee at that point. Like, but, it, but it was kind of like, I kind of was hurt by the the way, like, I feel like people viewed me like, oh, she cheated on him with this person, which that was not the case. Our relationship had already been, it had already dissolved. He had his situations. Mine just happened to be more public. You know, I was under the scrutiny because it was more public, but that wasn't, the demise of our relationship. That was not the demise of our relationship because even after that situation that I had, he still wanted to get back with me. We both loved each other. It just didn't work, you know? So I feel like it's, it's hard when you're being judged for something that, you know, what people think it actually is, but it's really not. Look, I think, you know, if you look hard enough and you judge from the outside, you'll always find a crack in any marriage, by the way. You know, the trouble is when you separate at home, you know, and you're a public couple, and I've always said this, it's not like you get onto social media and say, we've just separated today. You know, you don't know when they yeah. separated. You separated in private a long time ago. You know, he, he he's out with people, you're out with people. That's okay. I had exactly the same thing with Sergio. And, you know, because I hadn't announced it, I, you know, people would see me in LA or whatever with him. But it's none of your business. How do, you, how do you know when I separated? Because you watch me on Instagram? Absolutely not. But, you know, I don't think you should have to justify it to anyone, but it is hurtful. And it's a difficult mm. side of the fame game because you don't get to just go and hide. And, you know, obviously you do meet other famous people. And, you know, like I'm sure when you go out straight away, it's fun to go and meet somebody else. I mean, why wouldn't you? You're a young, beautiful woman who's been married... 20 something years. I mean, the first thing you should do is get back on the bike and have fun. <laughs> you're so funny. That's true. No, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. But I just feel like, you know, I feel like it, that's the only part for me that was 
um, the perception of why my relationship failed. You know, people still write me on Instagram, like, oh, you cheated on Scotty. How dare you? People still write me this. And I'm like, by the way, like, you don't even know, you know, half of it, but okay. Do you answer? No, I mean, I, I remember I, I did post something where I basically was like, you don't know what you're talking about. I cried rivers over him. You know what? It, it's almost like if I, so if I tell his story, right, if I say he did X, Y, and Z to me and I do that, I hurt him. I hurt my kids. I hurt myself. Like, what is the point of that? You know, but you know, but you know, what's interesting is like, I would never let him burn. I remember there was someone that said something about him. Like I always would come to his defense always. That's just my personality. I'm always going to like protect him, even though we're not together, even though like always. whatever, I'll always, yes. But I feel like for guys, it's not the same. It's not the same. Sergio always goes, oh, oh, do you miss him? Do you miss him? Because you're protecting him. I'm like, no, nothing to do with that. Just don't need to, you know, throw him under a bus. And I think that that is, you know, mindset, which is such a big thing. How do you go from that to, you know, going through all that and having such a positive outlook on life. Like no matter what happens to you, Larsa, and quite a lot has, but, you know, you remain positive. How? I think it's because I know that like my heart is good. I know my intentions are always good. You know, I think when you go into anything and you have just like a good energy about you, a peaceful energy about you, um, then I feel like you can't do wrong. Even if you do something wrong, but if your intentions are good and you're, you meant well by it, I feel like that's what it is, you know? It's difficult when you go through things because I think we've had, both had um, times where people that we love have let us down. It's really hard not to take it personally, but I've learned not to take it personally. Well, I also feel like we're both smart enough where we know it has nothing to do with us. So that's what it is. I think if you have a situation with someone and you see that they are, you are taking a beating over it, it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. You know, they are really in a, a place where their judgment is really being fogged. It has nothing to do with you because I've never switched up. I'm the same person I was all along. And if now all of a sudden the lens is getting cloudy or you're not seeing it the same way, that's on you, not on me. Because like I said, I do everything with like a clear conscience, a, a loving heart. And if you go into relationships and, you know, and with an attitude like that, I think that we're going to win. We're going to continue winning, Caroline, because that's how we, you know, that's the people that we are. I mean, I completely agree. I think, um, as I said, we've both had these situations. And I think, you know, I get asked a lot how, how we remain positive. And it really is flipping a switch in your head. You can either sink and feel like life is unfair and you didn't do these things and defend yourself. You completely defend yourself daily. But, you know, defending yourself daily doesn't really get you anywhere. You know, you think you're going to get closure and get what you need from the other person, but you never really do. You have to wait. I think you were the one that told me time heals or wait. I mean, I just feel like, for instance, when I say about me, I feel like I have so much love from four kids, my huge family that like, I have a lot of love. So I'm not relying on one person to give me a whole lot of love. I'm not relying on that one person. You know what I mean? Because we have it, we get it from so many other places. You know, we love friends. Some people collect art, we collect friends. Like we have so many friends. So yeah, I think it's a conscious thing, but I also feel like we know we're good people. 
you know, we know we're good people. We know we're loving people. We know we're, we always help everyone. We always help each other and, and anything, you know, you could never ask me for something and I would, I could never say no to you and you're the same way. So I think when you are that type of person that, and you come into a situation where, like you said, you might need closure. It might be hurtful. Yes, of course it hurts for, you know, it's going to hurt for a little bit, but I do feel like overall, when you look at the entire big picture, your life is, is so, you know, bright. It's not, it's not so dim. When you look at the entire picture, that's what I feel like I focus on. I focus on like the big picture, not necessarily the one moment in time. And even if you do make mistakes that one moment in time, as long as you learned from it and you grow from it, you're still winning. You're still, and you can be anybody you want to be. You can be one way yesterday. And then today you can wake up and you can decide I'm going to be this person, you know? I completely agree. I think, you know, women, we're so strong. We really are. You know, at the end of the day, if you decide that what's right for you and you follow your authentic journey, you will will be happier than you've ever been because you're living your truth. And if other people around you at that time don't like it, you just have to be brave and let them go and know that the right people will come back or not. I feel like the people that that you kind of lose along the way you lost because it's that they weren't supposed to be a part of this new chapter in your life, you know, hundred percent. So yeah, I feel like there's a lot of chapters. We're going to have like 2000 more chapters, Caroline. We're just going to continuously have content in our lives. So we're just getting started. Ladies, last questions for you quickly. Favorite beauty products. I kind of love Dr. Brandt's beauty products. Really? Have you heard of Dr. Brandt? No. So he has the best products. He passed away. He had a, a horrible situation, but his products are really amazing. He was a based out of New York and Miami and it's, he has his brightening serum. And I promise you, Caroline, it brightens your whole entire face. It's like a brightening wash. It's so good. Okay. Well, I'm definitely going to get that then because you do look good. And that's yeah. every, I got a lot of questions you. for you. Some I'm not going to ask you, but the, a lot were about your beauty routine. So there you go. And it's true. I think us older women, honestly, we look better. We feel better. We're not at a stage where before our age was over the hill. Now I think Mm. we're just getting started. We're under the hill. We haven't even crossed the hill. We haven't even crossed the (laughs) hill. Going to have a lot more from us. Larsa, you've been amazing. I love you. And thank you for sharing your story with us because you will give a lot of women out there a lot of hope. A lot of women would not leave a major league player and, you know, thrive. And that's what you've been doing. You're, you're a survivor. You're a gorgeous woman. You're a great mom. She's one of the best moms I know. And you're a beautiful human inside. So thank you so much for joining us today. I really, really love you. Oh, I love you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Divorce Not Dead. Tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at, at Caroline Stanbury for all the behind-the-scene action. 